Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there'll be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What's going on, my friend? Welcome back to the Podcast Domination Show. This is a really cool episode. It's actually a Facebook Live that I did with a former client of mine and good friend of mine named Rick Barker. Rick is the former manager of Taylor Swift. He also has worked with the Florida Georgia Line, Big Machine Records, and tons of other music artists out there. So on this podcast, you're going to hear a little bit, a bit about Rick's journey through podcasting. You're going to hear about what he's doing now. You're going to hear about um, some of his biggest successes, his advice to podcasters. I mean, Rick is a very smart marketer. He's been in radio for about, I want to say about 30 years. Um, the guy knows his stuff. So Rick and I have a lot to share on this episode. So enjoy. Make sure you go and follow him at Rick Barker, uh, or just type in Rick Barker on Instagram, or just go to rickbarker.com. And his podcast is named The Music Music Industry Blueprint. So MIB Music Industry Blueprint podcast, amazing show. And uh, you'll learn a lot if you're a musician looking to leverage social media the right way. So without further ado, enjoy my episode with my buddy, Rick Barker. And one quick note, if you want to see the video version of this podcast, then go to the Podcasters Inner Circle on Facebook, type in the Podcasters Inner Circle, um, no apostrophe, and uh, you can see the video version, which is cool because he actually shows some cool stuff in here that you won't be able to really figure out or see on the podcast, obviously. So check that out as well. Super valuable and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Lewis here with a quick shameless plug. If you've been wanting to start a podcast or you already have a podcast, it's just not performing as well as you want it to, and you'd like my team and I to see if we can help you with our customized podcasting solution, then I want to invite you to go to dominatewithlewis.com. That's dominatewithlewis.com. So on that page, obviously, it's going to be an application-only process. Once you fill out that application, I will personally reach out to you to book a time for us to chat. And on that call, a few things are going to happen. So number one, I'm going to actually give you some advice that's going to help you get past whatever you're doing. So no matter what, if you decide to move forward or if you're just there to get some advice, I'm going to help you either way. And then number two, I'm going to share with you if I can actually help you or I will refer you out to someone who I know can definitely help you. So if that sounds good and you want to chat, then go to dominatewithlewis.com. That's D-O-M-I-N-A-T-E, dominate, with W-I-T-H, Luis, L-U-I-S, dot com. Thanks. 
Hope to talk soon. It was, uh, it's funny. So I remember the, the event we met at, which is ask live. That was, um, for some reason, um, Ryan Levesque's ads popped up in my feed recently. And I was just like, (laughs) just give me memories of that, of that uh, event, which is awesome, man. But, uh, to set the context, I guess, Rick, I want to definitely touch on a little bit about what you do now and what you've been doing for the last, what has it been 20 or 30 years now? Yeah, um, I've been in for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in the music business for a couple of days, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, what you do, and then we can fast forward into the podcast and what kind of platform and leverage that has really turned in for you and your business. Like, what's that? What are you, how are you using that now? Sure. Um, and I'm sure you've told the story a million times, but um, you've got a, a pretty amazing story. So, no, I think that, and thank you for having me, by the way. It was, uh, it's funny because yesterday I was watching a Ryan video when he was talking about being stuck at home and they were about to embark on the 6,000 Lego piece journey. And then recently oh, wow. I was on the uh, ClickFunnels cruise and I was speaking and ran into a guy that says, did you speak at Ryan's Levex <laughs> event in Vegas by any chance? And I said, yes, I did. So uh, it's funny because it all keeps coming back to that. But for me, my background I got my start in radio. That's all I ever wanted to do, which podcasting works out perfect for me now because it allows me to kind of fill that void. But radio is what I I did. Uh, I did that up until 2001 when I was pulled out of radio to work for a record company. With that record company, there was a little girl who was 15 at the time named Taylor Swift. Six months later, I became her manager with Zero Experience, managed Taylor in 2008, Left Taylor in 2008, started creating online courses and programs to help musicians all over the world get their music out into the world, got very good at understanding social media and got verified on the platforms, was the social media mentor for the American Idol contestants, started speaking at music conferences all over the world and just kept going deep on the digital marketing side of things. What I tell everyone is we are digital marketers. It's like right now, as we're having this conversation, if somebody watches this video years from now, it's March 16th, 2020, and most of the world's in a shutdown right now because of the coronavirus. This is an amazing opportunity and an amazing time when people aren't going to be distracted with sporting events and concerts and going out to eat dinner. They're going to be in front of their phone and in front of their computer. And it gives you as a creator a chance to start building that relationship. And that's one of the things that I started doing early on, utilizing social. And like everyone else, when I started with a podcast, it was like, oh, here's this cool thing called Spreaker. You know, I right. dropped right. six episodes and then I stopped just like everyone else. And then you right. and I met and changed the game that time for me. Yeah, that, that was a really cool meeting. I want to definitely, you, you, you talked about a really good point here with the whole coronavirus thing. This is not the point of the conversation today. We kind of booked this a um, little bit ahead of time. Before. Before I yeah. About this. yeah, but you made a great point there. The fact there's, there's no sporting events, there's no contests, no concerts, nobody's traveling. Nobody's even going to school or work. I mean, my girlfriend who works here in Austin downtown at a big software company, she's home. Yep. <laughs> she's working from home. I mean, nobody's going anywhere. So you're right, like the phone, People are already on their phone a ton of like a bunch already. It's amplified now that everything's shut down. It is. And if you are, if you guys are not using Instagram stories and Instagram live right now, start 
that's where the world is at. Over 600 million active daily users. And I use what I'll do every podcast episode. Every day we share the podcast. Uh, we usually share it from Spotify. And the reason that we do that, one, I'll tell you that sponsorship story and how I came into the <laughs> Spotify world through Anchor. But one is because the music people that I'm trying to reach are there. Right. And Spotify yeah. is putting a lot of money into podcasts right now. But what happens is, is if you're on your phone, you go to your podcast, you click the share button, the three little dots next to the episode, it's going to say share. You can share it in Instagram stories. Once you click mm -hmm. that, it's going to open up in your Instagram story and you can write some cool little stuff. And when you share it, it's going to have a little button that says open up in Spotify. So then people can actually go to your Spotify page, subscribe. Same thing can happen with Apple and everything, but it's a way for you every day to share your podcast through these other social channels and not sit around and wait for people to find you. Okay? That's your job to get that information in front of them. So that, that's what I want to encourage you guys to do is go play with that a little bit. It's super easy to do. And so, in a second, if we need to, I can show you how to do it. We might have to. I'm, I'm trying to pull up my podcast here on, on Spotify. Um, it's saying something went wrong, but I have the link. Yeah, hold but, on um, one second. Let me plug this in. Sorry for the cold sore, guys. I got coronavirus on the lip. Gosh. <laughs> Let's hope that heals faster than the normal coronavirus. Yeah, right? But, uh, that's okay. Good. I'll just show I'll just show you guys how to do it real quick. So let's go let's go share. Let's grab the phone. All right. Yeah, I, I figured yeah, Spotify with Spotify for you as a music creator, as a, a guy who is, you know, authority in that space, that's a number one platform. So right. I think it's really good. Like you just know just knowing your audience, the fact that you know most musicians are there. And mm -hmm. if you're someone else in this group who has an audience similar, it's like maybe Apple or maybe Spotify or maybe another platform may be more tailored to you. So using those links and prioritizing that platform is a, is a huge, it's just about just simply knowing your audience and knowing where they're at and putting two and two together. Very, very smart move. Well, uh, the way that's what we're trying to do right now is we're trying to make sure that we can get people where they are and right. where they are is that they are on these platforms. That's what's happening. So it's like, it's completely up to us. It won't let me plug in, but let me just, we'll just do it this sure, way. Yes, so go, go here. Yep. Hit music. Got it. Hit Spotify. Got it. Okay. Then in the search, I'll go to Emma Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. It shows up right away. So there you have your podcast. Yep. Episode 193, hit the three dots. Bingo. Go down to share. Then it's going to say Instagram stories. <laughs> and now it opens it up inside of Instagram stories and you just hit your story and it shares it. And then when you come back up, it lets you play it on Spotify. So I just tell people nice. use your socials as your own radio station, as your own distribution platform, and they all play yeah. well together. So that's something that you're able. That's a really, really great point. Um, I never even knew that. Now, do you have to have a paid account for that as a, on Spotify or no? Just have the app. Yeah, anybody could share anything. They encourage you to do that because if somebody shares to someone who doesn't have a Spotify account, it'll right. then say, would you like to get a Spotify account? So they're giving us the tools to help them grow their membership. Exactly, exactly. I love that. So that's a, that's a really cool tip. We didn't, that's not even planned. Just I think the fact that we were just talking about here, everyone's on their phones right now because of coronavirus and no one's going anywhere. This is a super simple tip you can use. Um, I'm curious for you, so you started your podcast, we started that in 2018, 
in, I want to say February or March. So it's been February. about two years. Yep. been about two years over the course of year. So are you, you've, you were doing about three episodes a week. I now think. I was doing two a week and now two. I'm down to one a week, which is oh, okay. good. Yeah. So I just released episode 193 this morning. So I released my podcast on Monday and Got now it. I do YouTube videos on Wednesdays. So I didn't want to do two podcasts and a YouTube video. And what I was starting to notice for me is that my numbers would drop off towards the weekend. Yep. They would go crazy on holidays. People would binge watch and binge listen and stuff like that. They were great. <laughs> but I realized that people wanted me in the beginning of the week to kind of motivate them and get them pumped up and get them fired up. So I still have the same number of downloads every week yeah. that I did with one episode that I had with two episodes before. Wow. Okay. Which is interesting. So we looked at the numbers a lot Okay. with that. And I also just felt too is that people... I, I didn't want to burn them out because I go live a lot on True. Instagram live, you know? So I, it's like, okay, enough of Rick already. Right. So that's kind of how we were looking at it was like, okay, let's slow this thing down a little bit. So yeah. So when we went to one a week, we did that right around the time that we switched our hosting and I had signed that contract with Gary V's company, gallery media for them to distribute the podcast, uh, that was about that time when we went down to one a week. Got it. Okay. Now I'm I'm curious for you, how did that all come about the whole moving in with, with Gary and kind of partnering with his team? So how did that come about? Yeah. So it was, you know, I stayed consistent with you guys for a year yep. and you guys were running everything for me. Yep. And then things started changing in my business and I always felt that I never wanted to really be dependent on everyone. So I took what right. Lou and Vanessa had been doing. And I had someone who was doing that. So we started doing that as well for ourselves. And then I was hit up. So I was at, I think I was at Lipson with you guys. Yeah. Then I went to Buzzsprout. I think I had Buzzsprout for a second. And then Art19 was what I had with Gallery. And now I'm with Anchor. But to lead up to that was somebody had told, was at a meeting in New York with VaynerMedia Oh, my buddy, Ben, my buddy, Ben, uh -huh. uh, from Vigo pictures. He was running Kevin Hart stuff at the time, doing some stuff with influencers. And he met the guys from gallery media and said, Hey, you should check out my buddy, Rick Barker. He's got this podcast. He's in the music space. He used to manage Taylor Swift mm -hmm. and that's how it all started. So then they went to check out the podcast right. and they saw consistency. They saw the topics that I was covering and they were like, Gary's been wanting to add a music podcast into mm. our distribution channel. Mm. And what I said to them was, is I said, well, listen, I don't want a bunch of ads running for erectile pills and crap inside my podcast just so you guys can make money. And they go, no, we completely understand. They said, what do you use? How do you make money with your podcast? Yeah. I said, my email list grows, you know, 200, 300 emails every month because I know directly from the podcast. I said, I lead people, my podcast, I send people to a free training and then I sell them the free training. I think my podcast, you know, I could easily say my podcast does $100,000 a year for me in building credibility online, allowing right. people to hear me solve their problems and right. then me driving them. Hey, if you want more information, just head over to rickbarker.com or go grab Rick's free book. I mean, I can tell you the book downloads of the digital book from the podcast. Every time I mention it, you can tell. When I launch a podcast that day, because there'll be 50, 60 brand new people 
grabbing a free copy of my digital book. And that's been, correct me if I'm wrong, has that been your call to action from day one or have you changed it over time? How has that evolved? Like The call to action from day one was the book. Okay. Then it's changed to the manager assessment. When I moved my business into offering management services last October, now it's like, hey, if you feel you and I are at a point where you might want to learn if I could be your manager, head over to managemymusiccareer.com. So yeah, I popped that off on everything. I have recorded outros that talk about that. Anchor's been cool. They just recently reached out to me. Gary moved his hosting over to Anchor because it's free and he was paying about a quarter million dollars a month because of the size of his downloads with what he was having at this other company. So Anchor came to him, even knowing they won't be able to run any ads, but they brought him over. And then they saw, they said, hey, tell us about that music podcast that you have. Mm. We were just acquired by Spotify. So Anchor reached out, Gallery let me out of my contract. I moved over to Anchor at this point because they have my potential client. And if I'm doing everything I can to tell people how to use Spotify and share podcasts, you know, maybe they'll pop me in some place, you know, they're going to start doing some education for artists. And I'm interested in being in that space to helping them do that. If you just type in music and start with the I, I pop up, you know, it's like I've really Mm -hmm. positioned myself well there. So yeah, I like being with Anchor right now. I do Anchor. Uh, What's cool is I don't pay for hosting and I did my own Anchor commercial for them. Just saying, hey, everywhere I go, people are always asking me you know, Rick, how do I start a podcast? Is it easy? What equipment do you use? And I said, it's super easy. I use Anchor. It's like a minute long commercial that I recorded. I throw it now and I get paid a little clicks. Yeah. The, it's like they pay, I think $15 per thousand or something like that. But it's like, right. you can go in and put it in all your past episodes. So anybody listening to your old stuff, you can mm-hmm. start getting paid from past episodes as well. Super interesting. It's cool. So you've definitely with that acquisition or being part of that, uh, that network has really, really helped you just open up the door and getting more exposure. Are it you- does. And when you're able to tell people that you're a podcast host, something to that, people love it. Right. Now, I know you do some speaking and, and you travel a decent bit when we're not on lockdown here. Doing anything specifically at events to promote the podcast? Where do you send people? No, it's just what, uh, what happens is whenever people introduce me, uh, former it. manager of superstar Taylor Swift, host of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. That's what I have everybody say. Uh, Whenever I do my webinars, I say, look, I speak at events. I'm a podcast host. Shameless plug comes out every Monday. You know, everywhere I talk about people put authority on you when they can go see what it is that you're doing. When they can see the fact that you've got something going on, people will look at that and go, okay, this is cool. You know, this guy must be something because, and then the thing is, is that once you have something that's professional. Once you have something that's consistent, the thing that you brought to me was consistency. I thought that it would take a lot more time than it does. I thought that it would be harder than it does. Right now, I have people every week reaching out, wanting me to be a guest on their podcast, them wanting to be a guest on mine. Uh, I don't use my podcast as a guest thing that often. It's like artists are like, hey, I would like to be on your podcast and share my, (laughs) I'm like, well, now you save that for my clients. But Mine is a teaching podcast, not a promoting podcast. So if someone's just coming on to talk about their new record, it's like, unless you have something that you can teach that's duplicatable for my audience, that's not what my podcast is about. 
Yeah. So a couple things I want to ring off there that I think are super important for people to learn. Number one, you're super consistent. You went, even if you change up the cadence from two to one, yeah. whatever you've every week you're coming out with new stuff. Yep. Number two, you, you know what you're there for as in teaching. So you're, you're positioning yourself automatically as the expert because you're not bringing as many guests on, if any guests on at all. And like, I've seen your episodes, they're shorter. They're to the point. They yeah. teach one or Today's two. Today's a longer one. It's like 25 minutes. Usually okay. they're between eight to 15, unless I have a great guest. I've, I've, I've gone to an hour. Gotcha. Before that's the max for me. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Majority though, right. Are like eight to 10 minutes typically with your pretty much. Your, yeah. Gotcha. In and out people learn and then they go ahead and then your call to action also. Is it now it's still promoting the book or is it now? You no, I just, I send them to management. Once they get to my <laughs> website, if they go to rickbarker.com, that's where they get everything. And that's where I drive everyone for the show notes for everything. Got it. But one of the things that really changed for me is that you can't teach on a podcast. You can't physically teach someone how to do something. It's really hard. I can sh show you a trick like we just did. Right. Right. You want to give them the what they need to do and why they need to do it and then send them to the how. I like so that. that. You can collect an email address so that you exactly. can then carry on that conversation. A lot of podcasters will try to give way too much on the podcast that the person doesn't have a reason to follow up with you. You mm -hmm. want to give them a reason to follow up with you. So give them the why they need to do it, the what they need to do, but don't show them the how. And right. I was guilty of showing them the how. Now it's just, I try to wow them enough to say, hey, and if you'd love a free copy of my book, I'd love to send you one. Just go to ricksfreebook.com. Matter of fact, head over to my website. It's all there for you. I have everything set up on my website. Every button they click, they go into a funnel, whether it be the manager assessment, whether it be the book, whether it be the social media for music, wherever I send them. That's why I right. think sending them to something that you own, to yep. your website. So then that way you can go back and retarget them later. I think super important. Oh yeah, exactly. And with you, I know so you've definitely worked with Ryan Levesque. You work with some of the best in the world when it comes to, I'm pulling up your website right now, share with on the screen with everybody. Cause I think it's really brilliant how you have it up. Can you see your my screen? Uh, yeah, go ahead. There it is. Cool. So that's the podcast. Awesome. So at the there bottom of the page is my most, it's always a podcast. Got it. All your episodes. Exactly. Yeah. So if you go to podcast, I use uh, Pat Flynn's smart podcast player. Yeah. That's a really slick player. So that's, um, that always looks good. Nice brand, nice pictures here. All the episodes, bingo. Yep. So if, I so if you go to the home, subscribe, go to the home. Yeah. If you go to subscribe, you can click that. I'm using a smart, subscribe. smart link. Uh, yeah. Which is going to let him pick. So are you ready for a manager is going to take them to a funnel. Got it. So articles, podcast assessment, listen to the podcast, most popular episodes of the podcast we put in there. Uh, one of the things that I'm doing right now, if you go to Spotify tips and tricks, this is something go roll up the Spotify tips and tricks. What I've been doing is taking my YouTube videos and embedding yeah. my YouTube videos inside the blog mm -hmm. article so that I get the play credit for that. But I also keep them on my website longer for SEO. Right. So that's another strategy that we're doing. Instead of always sending them someplace else, I want to send them to my website so I can get the SEO and be the expert. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm, I'm guessing you also have these, this Facebook pixel or they're probably. Oh, it's everywhere. 
<laughs> right. So it's like you could actually, if you just drive all the traffic from your podcast to maybe your homepage or landing yeah, page. Yeah, that's what I do. I just yeah. send them to the website. Create a lookalike audience and you can, you can build your, run paid ads to your podcast essentially with a lookalike audience yeah. once you've got enough impressions, which is brilliant. Um, for you, how else have you leveraged your podcast or what you're doing there with that content? Are there any other specific ways you've leveraged it to help you grow Grow revenue, grow your, your traffic. Well, I just think anytime that you can continue to build authority and grow your authority, it helps. So with Anchor, people can ask questions. So there's an app. So Anchor does well on the phone. And you, if, yeah, you, go, well, if you go to podcasts, so go to podcast again and go into yeah. any of the show notes. So just go to today's podcast, for example. Gotcha. So, you, you know, that was like a one. That was like a popular episode. So just go into podcast, scroll down. Let's go to recent. Okay. Yeah. So when you see this, hit the more button here. So inside here, if you would like to leave me a message, you can hit the anchor.message. And now people can send you a voice message, which you can now put right into your episode. So I'll say, and I'll go people. And then I just say to them, Hey, if you'd like to be featured in a future episode, head over to the website, check out the show notes. And you've got a link to do that. I'm doing whatever I can to get them over to the website. To the website, yeah. And are you finding people are using this? Like, are you getting people like asking questions and stuff? Yeah, a couple times a week. Some people, like I even sent an email that said, hey, if you'd like to be featured on one of my podcasts, you know, Mm. and then I put that link to that. Some people thought I was looking for guests, obviously, (laughs) because I don't read. But the people who understood, understood, and that ended up with like 10, 15 questions. So what happens is... If you want to let me share for a second. Yep. Feel free. Go to share, go to Chrome, go to Anchor. What I've learned with Zoom is sharing your desktops easier. So I moved to Anchor about a month and a half ago. We've already had 55,000 total plays on Anchor. But when you go into your, if I want to go create a new episode, messages, here's this person. Hi, Rick. Your old pal keeping the country. Hey, I just wanted to give you a shout out. So then you just take it, drag it right into the episode. Mm. Then you go into your library. So if you go in here, you've got like, here's what today looked like. So I had my March 6th, 17th intro. Then I had my episode. Then I'm able to go in and drop my updated intro. But what I'll do is this, is I'll take the episode. Then I'll take a bleep. I'll add one of these people. Got it. One of these questions, right? You just Hi, my name is Ronald. Uh, I am a saxophonist and multi-instrumentalist from Miami, Florida. So yeah, so then I'll go in and I'll answer his question at the end. And I'll say, hey, if you'd like to ask a question, just go to the notes and, and they do that. And you can even do this on your phone. Uh, do you collect an email from that? From people opting in or people like submitting the question? Do they have to submit an email as well? Or no, just- they can just do a voice question at that point. I gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, they just do a voice question, but... What it does too is when they submit their voice question, it gives you a chance to, you know, you're building a next step in that relationship. Yeah. With them. Gotcha. Do you have any follow up with those people afterwards? Like, if you had an email, it'd be easy to, you know, here are some things we can help you with. You help you do, we could send them a free book. That way they yeah, get on. no, one of the things that I'm getting ready to do is I just bought a program called Direct Heroes, and it is one mm-hmm. of the first CRMs for Instagram. And it allows me, I can say, hey, and just DM me in my Instagram, the yeah. keyword social. And as soon as they do, it sends them to the opt-in for social media for music. Send the DM word, just DM me the word manager. DM me the word this. Yeah. And it 
yeah, it's it's like legit. It's going to be super simple, super easy. And Direct heroes. Yeah, if you're interested, I've got a link I can send you, and you can play around with it. It's in beta right now, and it's an invite only kind of situation. But there, right now, it's ninety seven dollars a month, and I get up to a hundred thousand people. Because what happens is, is everybody who uses that keyword now gets put on a DM list, and from inside yeah, yeah. Direct Heroes dashboard, you can DM every single person that's on oh, that wow. list and just say, "Hey, I just released a special podcast." this week on this boom it goes to all those people all those people that want manager yeah it's the first crm for instagram (laughs) i feel like i heard about something like that a long time ago and then i I messed around with the software it's probably a different company uh it just didn't work but they didn't have it up and running it was just like a waiting list this is legit that's cool that is really cool okay cool so well um if you want i can put the link or if you want to share the link if not don't don't worry i know it's invite only so no that's fine i can pop it over yeah Go into directheroes.com. I will put it into the uh, Facebook chat and then Perfect. you can have it as well. Cool. I'll make sure I share that. That's a really, really cool uh, thing you can do. And even for podcast promotion, if you ever want to have sponsors, you could sell advertising on that because that's a spot that's inventory now. So very, very interesting. Anything else before I, I just want to wrap up here and make sure I respect your time, but Rick, what are some other things or anything you've learned now that you wish you knew when we launched in 2018? You know, I think that we launched at the right time for me. I think that we spend way too much time on the show notes and things like that. The majority of people don't ever go there. And I think that we could take that time and use to promote the podcast through socials versus spending all that time. I thought that I was wasting a lot of your your people's time. It's like, I think sometimes we forget that people want all this stuff. Also too, is I would have sent them and built a show note page on my website earlier, yeah, place yeah. for my podcast on the website. I stopped for the longest time. I was like, and go to Apple and leave a review and subscribe and do all this stuff. And it was like, oh, I just want. felt that I wasted a call to action. I would rather get him to someplace I know. My ego got out of the way and I didn't care how many reviews I had, even though I got up to like 300, which was right. great. And I was outperforming everybody. I'd say. And then I, I, I loved, I heard Amy Porterfield read a review every week. And I'm like, damn, I'm still in that. That is great. So then I told people, if you would like me to yeah. talk about you on the podcast, I started appealing to people's egos. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I need them to get to the website. So yeah. I would have started driving them to the website a lot sooner I would have started putting everything in reference to the podcast on the website sooner. That's probably what I would have done. Got it. That way you kind of keep everything centralized and all your traffic you now know is directed back to the website. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Where you get the traffic that you can then go back and retarget. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Even for people who don't have a certain, you know, high ticket services or products, if you have enough people who land on that page, you can retarget. You can create lookalike audiences. Well, you can also retarget for affiliate promotions. You may not have something, but you may want to serve someone else. So you can do that. So hundred percent. That's a great point, man. Rick, anything else? I think you've, you shared a couple of really good things. The Spotify tip, the, uh, the Instagram CRM, Yep. you know, where you should really focus on sending your traffic. Yep. So I think those are three really, really good points, man. So I just thank you. No, my pleasure. I appreciate you. Like I said, the whole reason I have a podcast today is because you talked me into it and showed me how easy it was and I got out of my own way. Yeah. That was, yeah. So how we roll. <laughs>
Yeah, man. I'm super appreciative. Vanessa says hi, by the way. She told me. Tell her I said hello as well. I was just about to tell you the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, man. Absolutely. So guys, if you have any questions, I don't see any questions here. I have to check the Facebook. I've been on Instagram live. So holding it with my other hand here. But uh, Multitasking. Oh yeah. You you mentioned early on about the whole Instagram thing. I was like, if I don't put Instagram on this, I'll be a... (laughs) I'll yeah, if you guys follow me on Instagram at Rick Barker Music. DM me, let me know that you're part of the podcasting group, and I'll I'll hit you yeah. back. Hundred percent. Well, I'll link it in the comments as well, and then okay. uh, if we make this into a podcast episode, we'll see. It's kind of hard visually, but um, we'll do what we can. Back later and do a podcast episode. Make it right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Practice what we preach. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate All right, buddy. Time. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Take care. Hey, and don't forget, I have. A number of free bonuses for you. That's, yes, these are free templates, guides, and stuff that I've actually included in my recent book, How to Get Your First 100,000 Downloads in 100 Days. But you don't even have to buy the book. I'm just going to give this to you for free. All you have to do is go to Lewis Ryan, Luis Ryan, L-U-I-S-R-Y-A-N.com forward slash book. There is a simple form where you fill out your name and your email and you get a ton of free stuff all the templates and guides that I include in the book, but you don't have to buy the book. So you're saving yourself a chunk of money um, that literally will take you probably less than two minutes to accomplish or perform. So enjoy that. That's my gift to you. Use it. Don't just let it fall by the wayside. And I'll see you on the next episode.